If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. My best pal, how's it going? Going good, bud. Long time no speak. <laughs> it's been It's been five days. Five days, Connor. That's the least we've spoken in about four years. It's it's too long, if you ask me. It's absolutely (laughs) too long. Um, But Sean, as an introduction, we're going to be chatting a lot this week because I don't know if you're probably not invited, but we're having a Patreon hangout on Saturday. Uh, oh. with all the patrons and I kind of invited them I don't know if I mentioned it to you I have several family funerals and weddings <laughs> but I can push all of that for the Patreon hangout several. I don't mind <laughs> several yeah 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 all at once it was very strange <laughs> they didn't even talk to each other <laughs> No, no, both sides as well. Like, I don't know what's going on here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so if you haven't heard, uh, before we get into weird news, we are having a Patreon hangout on Saturday. It's it's at half one Irish time or Greenwich Mean time, if you'd like. Which is whatever time it is in your country. We're not going to do the maths for you. Um, You're a smart person. Yeah, so if you want to come along, all the patrons are automatically invited. It's just basically a Google Meet where we all jump on, we have a bit of a chat. We think we might rank DC movies just for a laugh for an hour this yeah. week or this month so there'll be no S tier am I right guys <laughs> this is not here or zero please right? but, uh, that's going to be happening on Saturday so if you want to come along even if you are not a patron you, all you have to do is just message us on uh, Twitter on Instagram on Facebook basically anything and just basically shout I'd like to come along and yeah, and if more than welcome. It's always a fun time when we, whenever we do those. Like everyone just gets together, hangs out, talks shit for a couple of hours, and you might actually get to see our faces, which is is very strange. Um, but you, you don't have to. You can close your eyes the whole time if you want. <laughs> and we also have a movie review coming out next week, so that is. Um, and also, we did an Oscars review last week on the Patreon, so it's all content over on the Patreon at the minute. But um, Sean, so if you want to get involved in that, the link is down below. But Sean, excellent weird news. We've got to get yes. into it because. People might not know, what is weird news? Well, you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man too busy writing wedding cards and sympathy cards, apparently. You don't to want to weird <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, it was a horrible Christmas last so year. So happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> my I'm, uncle Tom or or I'm so sorry I'm so sorry for your loss <laughs> um, it's my wedding day. So look, Sean lives a very strange life. But Sean, we need to get into this because um, what started last week was we kind of talked about a lot of stories. We didn't have enough time to cover everything that happened. But some mm. of them still caught my eye and I wanted to still talk about them because this week, Sean, I finally may have proof as bombshell footage has emerged that Loch Ness Monster the, the Loch Ness Monster may not even be alone, Sean, as they're suggesting there may be two creatures. That's right. Bombshell footage, two creatures. Do you know something? And that I used to be obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. I was just like, what is this thing? Why does everyone keep seeing it? Now you're telling me there's two, Con. Now I'm, now I'm doubling the excitement. I'm already on board. I love how I'm against Bigfoot and all the rest of them, but Loch Ness Monster, I'm like, yeah, grand, bring it along. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So a Nessie Hunter, oh Jesus, believes oh, that there God. could actually be two Loch Ness Monsters after new footage has emerged that appears to show two creatures in the water at the same time. It's never happened before. It will never happen <laughs> since. Two creatures Show me never. a picture of two ducks, I dare you. <laughs> I've never seen two things in water. The mystery of the Loch Ness Monster is typically centred on the idea of one unexplained creature that is living deep in the Scottish Loch. Now, we've talked about the Loch Ness Monster here on Weird News quite a lot because, I mean, yeah. it's weird news and people take he's popping up all over the place. But Or she. Or she. But they, Sean... Um, mm. They may be maybe two people. Maybe maybe there's two. Lo- maybe we were looking too small and not hard enough at multiple Nessies. Um, but because but that may be about to change. With fresh footage showing a huge black shape moving in Loch Ness before two hubs emerge from the water, giving the impression the monster is not alone. Sean, interesting, interesting. So you know the the famous photo of Nessie, yeah, the the like the the black and white the fake little, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, on. the fake one, the one that was debunked as fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> that was taken in the nineteen thirties, right? Yeah. So what if you have like a mam Nessie, and then this is the baby Nessie oh. that's been had since the nineteen thirties? Oh. Well, what, uh, what what might give this this credible? This might be more credible evidence because it comes from a man no, named Ono Fagan. Sean, um, we can't really turn against our own here, but at the same time, Owen's clearly talking shite. So it puts us in a difficult position as to where to come down on this. We are in a bit of a bind, so I think the only course of action... Let's 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 flip the roles here. You're the skeptic. Okay. I fully believe in Nessie for the purposes of this okay. argument. See, it's interesting you've flipped it, because I normally come in on the side of lunacy. But look, This is the thing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I feel maybe we'll be able to adapt. Okay. So Nessie Hunter, Odo Fuego, I've done this real fucking name, was monitoring a webcam of the lock when he spotted a dark presence. He estimated to be up to be 30 feet long. And then, within an hour, he spotted two humps surfacing not far away. And to his surprise, they appear to be moving away from each other. So, Ooh. there could be two creatures in the Loch Ness. Sean, sure, that's clearly bollocks. I don't believe a word of it. How is that? I think, look, Owen is correct here in that I think there's a breeding <laughs> pair of Loch Ness monsters. We are soon to be overrun by Loch Ness monsters in Scotland here. <laughs> You've come in very strong. <laughs> Yeah, no, Owen, look, you tell me a man named Owen O'Fuegan doesn't know everything. The word I'm going to use is swarm. We are going to be swarmed with Loch Ness Monsters. We're both on side now. We're going to be swarmed by Loch Ness Monsters. (laughs) Given the fact that there's no disturbance of water visible between objects, you would have to concur they are two separate moving creatures, says Mr. O'Fuegan. It is obvious that the two Nessie-like hubs are moving over a two-minute period. It's obvious, he says. Um, it is, and can I just say, look, and I'm look, I'm not going to just blindly accept everything Owen says as fact. Yeah. What if it's one Nessie? Yeah. But it's more of a snake-like creature, oh. and that's why the two humps are moving. What if it's one directions. Nessie, but it's like holding a fake cardboard second Nessie to confuse people? You're suggesting that Nessie is the one that is doing the hoax Nessie site. I think that Nessie is part of the hoax. Yeah, she on the inside She's in scoop. On it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it's like it's like the big short. All I've not seen the big short. The, I don't the know call is coming from inside the house. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's coming from inside the lock. Um, so, what animal could be that long? What is strikingly obvious about sightings at Loch Ness is that every every eyewitness could be viewing two different creatures coexisting in the one lake shot. That's what Owen is now coming up with. That's his theory. Well, well, the other creature it could be completely unknown. What we do know is there are a hell of a lot of eels in Loch Ness. Having the odd rogue giant one is not beyond the realm of possibility. So, big snake-like creature, you know, it's it's that, that's basically an eel, mm. you know. Yeah. So I think I'm I might be more correct than Owen in that one. In that Nessie is real, but it, it's an eel. And he says this is Owen's thing that this also would answer why there are an abundance of different descriptions. That we have for Nessie. Because if people are seeing two different Nessies, then sure you would have different descriptions. One might be blonde, one might be brunette, one might be wearing flares. You don't know. Flares? Yeah, you flares. flares into yeah, the yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. You know what? I'm not addressing that. That says more about I've you. I've been watching Daisy Jones in the Six. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I frame all of my imaginary thoughts as. Now. It's just what I watched last night. <laughs> That's, that's, you know what? Fair enough, Colin. I watch Succession, so in my mind, Nessie looks exactly like Brian Cox. So you're a bit of a bastard then, are you? I'm a bit of a bastard Bit of a businessman bastard. Have you watched Succession, actually? No. It's very good. It's very good. I Uh, know Brian Cox has come out a lot this week and is like, I hate fucking acting. (laughs) Yeah, just the, specifically method acting, which his son in the show famously does method acting. Look, people might not know that story, but the actor Brian Cox is in a show of succession his yeah. the guy who plays his son in succession massive method actor one of those actors that's like I'm in the person I, I am that person on set yeah. I have become that person and then I'm acting acting and Brian Cox esteemed actor for about 50 years now is one just, of the best in the game like, is just like currently living. that's all fucking bullshit and he's come in strong repeatedly over multiple interviews and it's like I just show up I just yeah. do acting, and then I go home. <laughs> it is a job. It is a job. There's a great, like, I, th- I think I brought up before, I think it's a John Richardson or something quote, but it's, if you, you know, work as a butcher for two years in order to learn how to play a butcher, you're just being a butcher. You're not being an actor. Are you point. acting anymore, or are you just a butcher who has a side job on a set? Exactly, exactly. Um, also, the eel thing with Nessie, Mm. Uh, there's been a long-standing belief within the Loch Ness Monster fan community that Nessie could be a plesiosaur <coughs> that was survived from the time of the dinosaurs because, as right. we all know, asteroids can't hit underwater, Connor. Uh, <laughs> so the long neck of a plesiosaur could be similar to what an eel would look so like. So you're saying well. an asteroid hits Earth, the safest place you can go is maybe like a slightly deep puddle. Well, yeah, because that's why... Oh, oh I, I just started a sentence and I have no idea where this is ending up. But that's why some ocean life is the same as it was in the past. Well... Because it... Yeah, but it's like 10,000 feet down, not in a fucking lake. How deep is Loch Ness? It's not 10,000 feet. Actually, that's a fucking Googleable fact, isn't it? Hang on, There's Loch Ness, no way. Then. It's as big as the Mariana Trench. There's no way. Connor, it's 126 fathoms deep. <laughs> I can't even f- f- think of what that is. It is uh, about 750 feet. <laughs> right, so not that big. <laughs> no, but I'd wager even if, like, if if an asteroid hits the Earth, I'd rather be 750 feet underwater it, than on the surface. I mean, you're dead either way. Like, Yeah, but... But you might boil to death. At least I get to see Nessie before I go. <laughs> well, Nessie. Actually, I don't have a weird news story about this, but um, there was a story that I found in researching this show of just a woman who, on a drunken night out, came out of a pub and is suing the local council because she jumped into a puddle, but it was actually mm-hmm. a ten-foot-deep, like, puddle. Like, like a sinkhole. It, like. it looked like a puddle at the top, and she just leaped into it while pissed drunk. <laughs> Imagine how scary that'd be. 
that would be terrible. Like, sober, that would be horrendous. Drunk, you don't know what the fuck is happening. Because she just thinks she's going to make a big splash and then she's just yeah. gone. Like, she just vanishes. Like, in kids, like Peppa Pig and shit like that, or Bluey, which is a superior kids show, uh, they do a whole episodes about jumping around in puddles and how fun it is. You never expect yeah. a ten foot drop. <laughs> It's like, it's something that I just read and it's one of those headlines where it's like, she's suing the local council and I was just like, genuinely, I completely back her because that is sounds yeah. like the most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Man, if that puddle was three feet deep, I'd be suing. You know, like, how did it get that bad? <laughs> did she jump in a manhole cover or something? <laughs> no, it was, it literally just was like... She's walking home, she's on the tarmac, and it's literally just like a normal looking puddle. Mm. And then she's just like, ha, wouldn't this be a laugh? Everyone look at me while I jump into this puddle and, and splash you all. She and she leaps and then she just vanishes. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> um, so Sean, Owen is perhaps the most prolific source of webcam sightings, often logging on to watch the water from his home in County Donegal in Ireland. He's racked up multiple what, like. entries in the official Loch Ness Monster Sightings Register. Um, that's a register. For new rules concerning webcam sightings, I mean the register has yet to record an entry in 2023. But Owen says this could be the most significant entry that they've had in a long time. He might be the person that's come across the one piece of evidence that has broken open this case wide open. Where does it stop from here, though? Because now is it like, oh, maybe there's six Nessies. And that's why there's so many sightings. Because if there's two, then your first question is, is are they breeding? This is the, yeah, because there's got to be more in there, like right? If there's two mm-hmm. and there used to be one, that implies the existence of a third, in fact. You know? <laughs> no, I'm against this. I don't even think there's one shot. Oh, yeah, sorry. And I'm, yeah, I'm furthest. So I'm on board still. Um, yeah, no, you think there's going to be like six or seven, but I, I on the other hand, I'm thinking no. I none. think it's not even water in there. It's just loads of tiny Nessies that are all stacked on top of each other. <laughs> it looks like war, but they're just swaying <laughs> beside yeah. each other. The uh, also, I have the I'm going to have the live stream of Loch Ness open for the duration of the pod. Um, okay, just so you're aware. Uh, and, if I see anything, I will update you. you. You honestly, we should do that every week. Just have that in the corner, just ready to go, <laughs> just in case. Just and not even it's not related to any stories. Every so often, I just come in with Ness Watch. And every so often, you just go like this. Oh, oh no, 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 actually, no, 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 that's a stick. That is a stick floating down. <laughs> it's important to come in strong. Like you've just, <laughs> oh my god, it's the most amazing. Wait, no, uh, no, actually. Uh, no, Every I'm back on that. Greatest discovery. Um, oh, a lorry just went past. Two lorries just <laughs> went past. <laughs> and who's driving them? Two Loch Ness monsters. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And I have a bit of a story for that I thought you might enjoy. And this headline really just, it, it stood out to me. Dad yeah. forces son to play seven play video games for 17 hours straight after catching him up past bedtime playing video games. Oh, oh it's, what's he playing is my question. <laughs> so we've all been there, right? You're young. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bed, right? And then... You're not going to bed. You're, you're, you pull that Game Boy out from underneath your pillow, lad. Put, and you are You pull out Pokemon Emerald and you're going to play it. Of course you are. You're beat the Elite Four this time around. <laughs> and, but what, unfortunately, sometimes somebody's going to, your guardian, your parent, somebody walks mm-hmm. in. They think, what the fuck is going on? You lied to me, yeah. you bastard. Right? Um, they maybe might say, not say it in that, those words, but they might say it in that kind of vibe. Um, now give me your tooth. Here's a load of money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that has gone viral after he shared his unusual punishment. He gave his 11-year-old son, who stayed up past his bedtime, to play video games. So, you, uh, while most parents would be tempted to confiscate their child's games console if they broke their screen time limits, one dad has yeah. come up with the unusual way to teach his son about the dangers of staring at a screen for too long by making him stare at a screen for too long. I mean, 
It's unorthodox, definitely. Like, I, the thing about it is, I see where he's coming from. Yeah. You know, it's like too much of a good thing is bad for you. You need limits, you need restrictions. If you told me as an 11-year-old that I could stay playing games for 17 hours, Jesus Christ, I would have murdered a man to do that. (laughs) So what happened was, here's the story, right? The father sends his child to bed, right? Half one in the morning, he comes upstairs. The the son is still playing, right? Yeah. He's not happy. He's not happy, right? Way past the bedtime. He's really unhappy. School the next day, whatever. Can I interject? What was your bedtime as an 11-year-old? <laughs> I can't remember. I, didn't, I don't think I had one. That's fair. I just I have a vi- vivid memory when I was about seven or eight. I sat my dad down and said, I'd like to have a talk, and then negotiated <laughs> upping my bedtime from eight to nine. <laughs> that is the most you story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it worked. I think we, we agreed half age was the, was the decision. <laughs> I love the idea that you sat there. Thanks for coming in. Um, yeah, I've been, yeah, yeah. Do we have the minutes of the last meeting, do we? Um, was that, yeah. Did anyone take them down? No, it isn't. Um, okay, I was just wondering about bedtimes. Um, yes. I just want, I CC'd you in on an email. Um, you never got back to me. So I'm just <laughs> following up in person. Uh, what's the story? Nine o'clock. What are you thinking? Look. You can laugh all you want. I got results. Yeah. But I mean, to him, I think he probably would have taken nine, but he cleverly whittled you down to half eight. Well, this is it. This Mm. is it. Like, he he cleverly got in just before the watershed there. Mm. So. Yeah, because that's what happened. That's what went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, sorry, that's my bedtime story. Did you have a bedtime at 11? I don't think I did, actually, no. Mm. I think it was just don't take the piss. Quarter to, quarter to nine, like. It's quarter exactly. to nine. Yeah, we, we had a second round of negotiations. <laughs> You're just the worst negotiator. <laughs> Dad, I'm 22. <laughs> quarter to nine. All right, half ten. Half ten. <laughs> Um, you're going out to the pub at like nine. Be back in by ten. All right. I was forty five minutes away. I don't care. <laughs> Should have talked about that before you got dressed up. Um, so according to the dad, um, he decided that instead of taking away his son's phone, he'd let him play for as long as he wanted. And just what a ca- one condition: he wasn't allowed to sleep while he played. How do you monitor that? Could you not? Also, this man's phone gaming for 17 hours. Yeah. What battery does he have? That's a serious... Well, I mean, you sit at the wall, plug it in. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> have you ever heard of a charger? No, I just tear through phones at an abnormal rate. <laughs> Buy a brand new one. It's whatever whatever they get wasted. from the factory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and they, all, they all come with only like 50% anyway, so you're doubling the speed that you're going That's through it. them. So we do have a Patreon if anyone yeah, would like if, to. Seriously, he's after buying so many phones. <laughs> uh, uh, he shared his method in a video posted to um, a social media platform but hoped to get his son to play for 24 hours in order to show him how bad for your health it can be to prioritise gaming over things like sleeping. So his, if the option is you're going to go blind from playing, I'm willing to let you go blind from playing. Seems mm. like a big shout. Yeah, like... And, like it's as bad to just stay awake for 24 hours regardless of what you're Mm. doing that's shit like gaming is at least you're not depending on the game you're not you don't have to be super focused on anything it's not like this man has like manual labor to do and he hasn't slept in 24 hours you know that kind of Mm. way Mm. um Mm. i maintain what's he playing that play like that's a big if i'm playing overwatch for 24 hours jesus i will I will do damage to myself, Connor. <laughs> but if I'm if I get to tip around in Assassin's Creed, yeah. I'll give that to me. That's all so day. funny because the game that I remember staying up until eight o'clock in the morning playing one night was Assassin's Creed. It was during the summer holidays. Yeah. I started at like eight o'clock in the evening, and I was just at like four missions to the end at like three o'clock in the morning. And then I went, ah, fuck it, sure, we're already in for a penny, in for a pound, like. <laughs> That's it, sure, it's already 3am, what am I going to do? What am I doing tomorrow, anyway? And, and I played until, like, like the birds were, like, singing outside my window. <laughs> I was, like, trying to defeat the last mission. Do you remember that? I remember I had a similar thing at Bioshock 2, I think. 
yeah. playing that and I again remember the sun rising yeah. as I finished the game and, and like you go, you're playing it and it's dark and it's dark and then the sun starts coming through the curtains and your like, room yeah. is lit up <laughs> man do you remember that that was class I could never do it now I would be no, gone for a month and I passed 11 o'clock I'm, I'm like oh, Benny I'm useless <laughs> I'm useless past 11 o'clock I start work at 7 so now like regardless on weekends yeah. I will wake up like four seven o'clock. Oh no! Oh, it's no. Eh, oh, it's a nightmare. But no. I'm full of energy. Is the thing <laughs> that's worse? <laughs> I know. I know. Everyone hates me. <laughs> that was before you started the job. Hey now. Hey, ah, now. hey now. I'm a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so the father is like, right. I've caught you half one. Continue playing. So this might surprise you, Sean. The son agreed to the terms almost immediately. He mm-hmm. phoned the child's school to tell him he wouldn't be coming in that day and he would let his son continue playing games all day, right? Oh, wow. By 7.30am, the boy was still going strong and enjoying his time on the unnamed video game. But after 12 straight hours of gaming, he failed to fight off the desire to sleep and dozed off at around half one in the day. So half one. Right. Um, 13.30pm, Sean, if we're going to... So- He's been so that's another twelve hours mm. he's gone to, and he's already been. He had a full day beforehand of waking yeah. up at presumably like <laughs> eight o'clock. The father immediately woke his son up and told him to keep playing as he had only done it for twelve hours, and the youngster managed to keep going for another few hours <laughs> until he reportedly pleaded for forgiveness at half six, seventeen hours after he was first caught playing. Sean, so I, the plan worked. I, I, I dislike that this father thinks that he won in this scenario. Mm-hmm. The son has I, now vowed to never do it again. That's fair, but also he definitely will. He's fucking 11. I mean, he's 11. <laughs> Do you imagine what this kid could do with a one cup of coffee? Like, <laughs> just to get him through it. Just, and like an espresso. There's like a, yeah. little, a little glass of an espresso now, and he'll just be fucking off the wall, ready to go. Yeah, that was my, like, that first year of college kept me alive. I would, I would have a double espresso and a Red Bull. And yeah, but I you was, have you had problems, though. Like, I, I, I did, knew yeah. you did. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember. You never blinked. <laughs> no, no, I talked really quickly as well. It was, it was a rough time. I, like, I don't drink Red Bull because, I mean, mm. go through me. You know what I mean? You, you wouldn't like me on Red Bull. But, um, <laughs> All right, Bruce Banner. <laughs> because <laughs> i just like literally just will not stop talking but um yeah i i feel like one coffee maybe if you had thrown it you gotta be strategic maybe like if he's playing for already 12 hours 11 hours in a coffee and it'll push you for another few and sip the coffee like don't like mm. you know space it out have that coffee over the course mm. of maybe 30 minutes <laughs> And just get that slow release coffee. Oh, you'll be. Oh, you'll be. What do you play. think about? What do you think about this father's method? It's after working, Sean. Maybe it's a. It's a thing to do with the future. What's but where? Wh- how does it evolve? Right, because th- the father has now definitely internalized this as a strategy that works to teach this child a lesson. Yeah. So when he's fifteen and he's caught with like a can of cider in his school bag. Yes. Like, is it, let's go on the tear, So We're going on the it, fucking tear for days, lad. Yeah. Days. Is it like, oh, you've had a sip of vodka, finish the bottle. Like, where yeah. do you draw straight. the line? Don't get a mixer, just finish no, you, it. Just straight, <laughs> like in a way that no one would regularly consume this. And you can't die. <laughs> That's the rules. <laughs> if you die, I win. <laughs> <laughs> absent he just gives him absent it doesn't start off early he just goes straight to that Aruzo it's just like Jesus. there you go lad pure 90% <laughs> well he went blind but he's not playing video games anymore so. <laughs> he, look he just really enjoyed his time out so he was he really enjoyed it <laughs> got uh, a tattoo so he did <laughs> can't remember it <laughs> oh yeah how was your Paddy's day Sean had a very good pa- had a quiet Paddy's day actually yeah. I didn't go into town I avoided the parade and everything around no way it. No, so we stayed in, we watched some movies, had tato sandwiches and Guinness. So, pretty good. Fuck me. That's amazing. James, that's nice, amazing right? now. What, how was your Paddy's there, Colin? I didn't do anything, right? Fucking class, but, boy. <laughs> but that's like, I love that. No, The worst place you go on Paddy's Day is a pub. Well, this is the thing, yeah, is that hell is an Irish pub where it's Paddy's Day every day. 
it's <laughs> the three days uh, not to grow is Stephen's day or uh, what's that Boxing what? Day Boxing Day thank you for the translation Boxing Day so the 26th of December New Year's yeah. Eve and yeah. Paddy's Day you're just like, yeah. the riots because it's full of people and 90% of people are grand but there's a very vocal 10% who are desperate to have a good time and these are the <laughs> only days they go out and, it's and you just don't want to be nightmare. around people desperate to have a good time because you can you can kind of sense it. Yeah, you could like there's an air of desperation about it that you you're not up for the crack. You're just here to say you did it. Yeah, yeah. No, Paddy's day was. Um, I mean, like, so Jess, my fiance, she went into town, but I had yep. the ideal moment where she was like, "I'm going in." House yourself. Oh. Sean, it was amazing, God. right? So that morning, I was thinking, Jesus, I have to go out. Fuck me. And this is going to be yeah. the worst thing ever. Um, and then she just goes, will you drop me in? I'm meeting the gals. And then come collect me tonight and just have Great the house scenario. to yourself. I said, God. yes, that's the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a bold claim here. Is that you played, I want to say, football manager for a good portion of that day. In a big Eskimo suit, I played football manager, I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had my feet up with the fire going. As St. Patrick would have wanted. As he would have wanted. And a big Batman Eskimo suit. Oh, of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> it's the and only the, way to play. Oh, man, then I played a bit of pool. I just, it was grand. Just... That. Like, like uh, are we old? Is, is I, I think I might is? be near death. I think I might, be, but I think I've always been yeah. like this at the same time. <laughs> I've been consistently near death since the age. I've of been very close when to my death. father made me play video games for twenty four hours. <laughs> so I think my question to you is: Do we accept the father's activities? Do we accept these actions, or are they a terrible thing to do as a parent? We can tell people, as two people with no children, how to parent their children. Surely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I would say go even further. Uh, take the child out of school. Yeah. Um, get him a Twitch channel. Esports. Join e-sports. him up to an esports league, and if he doesn't oh. win it, he's disowned. Yeah. Put him into like a ranked League of Legends tournament. Give him, give him, he- give him a headset. Do yeah. not give him a microphone. No. So he just has to take all that abuse <laughs> until he reaches silver. No gold, in fact. Gold. Yeah. Then. Then he can go back to school and see his friends. Yeah, he he's not allowed to see any of his friends. For yeah. and you're going to make sure because you're going to make sure all of his friends are not allowed to have that game. So he cannot play with any of them. It's no longer fun. Oh, it's yeah. just pure There's, competitive. It's work at this yeah, point. Yeah. Like, and also get him a standing desk. He's not allowed to have a chair. Uh, it's too much comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I just think ruined his life. Oh, make him take up smoking, like stunt his growth. Like he's eleven, he's got some inches to go, but not anymore. <laughs> I did, I love the idea that like a few years from now, right? We have kids, and like the child services just listen to this episode, <laughs> and they're just like, wait. I'd love if that was a clause. It's like before you have a kid, they need to review every like, recorded piece of media you've ever created. They would have so much evidence on us being bastards. Just being terrible humans, but they'd have to listen to but they'd have to take five it all years out, of it. Like, they'd have to take... Because if you take it out of context, almost everything we say is terrible, but also if you take it in context, almost everything we say is still terrible, but slightly That's less. True. So That's the it's, a, it's a very ha- tricky thing to situate. Hmm. Um, so, Sean, I think we need to move on, because I thought... This is a headline that I feel is designed just for you, just oh. to kind of... Because I think it makes... I don't understand that. Henry Cavill pirate movie in the works. Uh, Rolls-Royce <laughs> secures funds to develop a nuclear reactor for a moon base. <laughs> if you had given me a million euro, I could not have predicted where that fucking <laughs> sentence was going. Rolls-Royce has secured funds to develop a nuclear reactor to put on a moon base. What? Qualifications. Yeah. Do Rolls-Royce have in the in the field of nuclear reactors? Make nice cars. There you go. Do make, no, lovely cars. I'm not saying anything about the cars. It's the reactors I take umbrage with. So Rolls-Royce has received funding from the UK Space Agency to develop a nuclear reactor. The UK has a space agency. 
The project will look into how nuclear power could be used to support a future base on the moon for astronauts. And, and Rolls-Royce, we are going to build it. Scientists and engineers of the British company are working at a micro-reactor program to develop technology to provide the power needed for humans to live and work on Earth's natural satellite to moon. Lads, why do we have to work? If I'm on the moon, I'm doing fucking nothing, alright? If I'm on the moon, I'm at least having a four-day week. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm having a four-day week and, like, salary, like, tenure position I'm, is I'm what I I'm going to need a permanent contract, lads. I'm not doing anything less than a fixed-time contract. If you put me on the moon, you can fucking pay to keep me alive. You're paying right? me hourly on the moon. Yeah. Oh, you Don't you want the... Oh, imagine being the first podcast on the moon. Come on. Would that be good or bad? I mean, if it's this podcast, probably bad. Bit of an echo. Bit of, <laughs> no, uh, no sound in Actually, space. wouldn't be. Wouldn't There'd be, be an no echo. echo. Well, no unless echo we're in a big, like, I'm taking of a big glass dome that we'd be in, and then there would be a severe echo. That's... Oh, that's true. Yeah, your options are... Out in the vacuum of space. Yeah. Big glass dome or sheet metal box. <laughs> what we take? Vacuum of space. Vacuum of space. For the quality. I'll take space. <laughs> Get real close to that microphone. And freeze to death. Honestly, it's win-win. Do you know a movie I was thinking of to, like, earlier this week was Sunshine? This is just a Sunshine's random fucking great. Great movie. Danny Boyle. I, have you seen the cast of that? I've gone back to read yeah. the cast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It is. You got uh, Killian Murphy's in that, isn't he? Oh, you've got Killian Murphy, Michelle Yeoh, Chris Evans, yeah. just to name three off the top of my head. Rose Byrne, Benedict Wong, uh, yeah. Mark Strong is yeah. in this. Hiroyuki Sonata, who's a, yeah. an unreal actor. It's Rachel Weisz. It's, <laughs> like, it's the best cast I've ever seen. Colin Mockery. Oh, Colin Mockery? <laughs> Colin Mockery's in there somewhere. I'm Colin. Donal Logue doing some Donal acting. <laughs> we love a Donal. <laughs> we love a Donal here on the pod. But uh, no, Sunshine's great. I was thinking about uh, The Martian earlier today. Oh yeah. Which is just a, it's just a very good science fiction story. Didn't it win Best Comedy at the It was gold for Globes. Best Comedy at the Oscars, yeah. Or the and Oscars, was it? I think so. And it's technically a comedy, hmm. but it's like, it's not really... <laughs> Is that Danny Dyer? No, not Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer. <laughs> Danny Boyle. <laughs> I want to see Danny Dyer direct a movie. Oh my God, I would pay money to Do see that. Do any of the American people know who Danny Dyer is? Da- oh, Danny Dyer is uh English actor, Cockney actor who was in EastEnders, yeah. I want to say, uh, who has... Tried for years to cultivate the personality of being a hard man, but he keeps just doing light entertainment panel shows for I, the last decade I'm, or I'm so. I'm going to come in strong. I love Danny Dyer. He's I so, love him so much. He knows his brand. Yeah, That's, and, and I respect into that. It. I've, I've, he knows that he looks like a fucking Egypt, and he's just like, I'm just going to be me and be more yeah. of a, like him doing that show. He had a whole show where he just went around and met like the most dangerous men in Britain, and it was always just like him in the cab or the taxi on the way there, and he just look at the camera and just go, I am shitting myself. Yeah. <laughs> I am a regular man for all <laughs> intents and purposes. Like What's did- like? Other EastEnders actor, Ross Kemp, yeah. who they used to just fucking send to Afghanistan and shit. <laughs> They're like, Ross, I know you're in EastEnders. Could you yeah. go meet the Taliban? Uh, we really need you <laughs> yeah. to have a chat with them. We want to do kind of a Louis Theroux style thing where we put you in ISIS. How is he not dead? I have no idea at all. He would always just walk in like, I'm part of the Ku Klux Klan today and I've decided to tell them that I think not all black people are bad. And let's see how that goes. Like he would just be in these remarkable situations where, but there was every, every bit of content I've ever seen from that show has just been Clips of him in danger. <laughs> and somehow everyone always got away. But they were always like so close to death because they were just be like, the group would eventually turn on them and just be like, well, we're all serial killers and we kind of want to kill you. And he'd be like, hold up now. Right. What's, what's going on? Right. Why are we doing this? Time to get out of here. 
Whereas, and like, he just, he played a tough guy in EastEnders was his whole criteria. He'd, before he ran, he'd always look at the camera and went, time to get out of here. And then yeah. he'd sprint. It was, oh, it was such a weird time for TV. <laughs> I just think we should talk about more Danny Dyer and Ross Kemp. Um, Danny and so Ross, put them in a fucking... Put them in a show together. No, because what you need to do, you need to do like a complete fish out of water thing where mm. they go around. What's the one? Bob Mortimer is in it and they just go around doing like fishing and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I want that, but it's Ross Kemp and Danny Dyer doing like handicrafts. But I want like the most action-packed music ever in the Film background. it the exact same. Yeah, Produce yeah. it the exact same, but it's the most like delicate... Like skill, skillful craft. <laughs> Doing origami, and Danny Dyer's just like, oh, I'm fucking shitting myself. <laughs> just nonstop. Has Danny Dyer done Bake Off? Because that seems <laughs> like a missed opportunity if he, he has. You Dyer. slag. <laughs> you see, you just called everything a slag. Uh, Has no. Danny Dyer done a Bake Off? He hasn't done a Bake Celebrity Off. Celebrity Bake Off. He turned it, it down, apparently. What? How? <laughs> It's from the mirror. Uh, did, did they they So, oh, 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 Jesus! Oh no! Oh, no. So he, he was offered a chance to star in Celebrity Bake Off, but apparently at an awards ceremony, he had offended Mary Berry by licking her ear when he was drunk during an acceptance speech. Oh, Daddy! So he wasn't sure if he was cool oh, with Mary Daddy. or not to do the show. Now that's when Mary Berry was hosting Bake Off, which is we all know years she's ago. not anymore. That's many years so, ago now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he said he's sorry, presumably. And she's about uh, 107. There's no way she remembers that happening. No, not at all. She's fairly spry for a 107-year-old, to be fair. <laughs> she doesn't stop baking. They're always trying to find Mary something to do. I watched a show with Mary Berry where she just went into the woods and fucking found shit to eat. And cooked it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you were thinking of Bear Grylls. No, no, no. No, it was Mary was, Berry. It was Mary Berry. She went out with a little wicker basket. Just came back with what? a full. So four not like she meal. was stuck at like an island or so that like no, she had to drink no, her no, own piss. No, it was a survivor like. scenario. Yeah, yeah okay. I wouldn't like to see Mary Berry in that situation. <laughs> I would. Yeah, that would be excellent. Um, we're it's very off topic. Do you remember the Bear Grills where he went to the west of Ireland? No, I've never seen that one. There's a there's an episode of Man vs. Wild where he goes to, like, it's fucking Connemara or somewhere like that. Like, not even that remote. <laughs> Why is there? Just a fucking field. This is the thing. It's just field and rock. And it's filmed like he's in the Amazon rainforest. But he... Well, he do, it's a, it sticks in my mind because in one of the scenes, he... Oh, no. He slaughters and skins a sheep. And the sheep... Skin becomes his most valuable asset because he uses it as a backpack, as a sleeping bag. Yeah. Uh, he wraps it around himself because it's kind of waterproof and then swims across a little river. It's a very weak... And I'm watching this and I'm like, this is three hours from my house. Like he could just app- get a bus. There's, there's yeah. probably a bus route that's just There's just definitely over the a hill. tour guide like down the road. <laughs> it's over the to. hill. I'm just like, this is the farmer's field that he has the sheep in. Um, yeah. And why did you kill his sheep really is the question. He's wondering why you killed one of his favourite sheep. This is the thing, because there's, like, there's no wild sheep in Ireland, really. They're, <laughs> they're all ravenous. owned by someone. <laughs> yeah, they're a fucking pest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who, what the, see, There's an issue with that is, what's he going to be attacked by? Because... Ireland has literally no animals that will harm you in any way. Like, yeah. it was either a cow or a sheep that was going to take him down, and he, goes, he was going to have to kill them. That's the, Yeah, like, there's there, there, there's very little danger in terms of, like, wildlife. Uh, you might, like, exposure, maybe it's if it's if it's a particularly cold night, but... <laughs> You're far more likely Sorry. to slip on a rock and fall in the sea. It's not really the most exciting Bear Grylls episode if he says, I'm a bit fucking chilly. It's actually quite windy and rainy in Ireland. Because, like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go down to the local cafe and get a cup of tea. I'm going to get, go to the pub where everyone is. Not, yeah. It's probably warm. You're never more than 15 minutes from a pub. Like Somewhere. Honestly. It's in one direction. And everyone's in there beside a fire, singing away. Yeah, you'll have a great time. It's, I, there I is just, actually I, a pub about 15 minutes from here that's in the yeah. middle of fucking nowhere, Sean, right? Mm-hmm. And wherever I drive past, there's about 20 cars all outside it. There was 20 cars outside it on Paddy's Day. Now, 
here's the question. How the fuck are any of those people getting home? Because there's no uh, taxi people anywhere around there. So, yeah, you, uh, you just don't have too much, you know? <laughs> if you were the police, you would just park four yards away and just watch people walk out to their car and then drive back out to their house. It, unless there's one designated driver for everyone and they're just doing spins. Yeah, I'd say that's what's happened. Yeah, they all have the, designated drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll all come back in and collect the cars tomorrow, you know? <laughs> I, my dad once told me a story of his uh, friend who, in the in, this is like the 80s, who was so drunk that he he still drove home because in the 80s, I mean, different rules altogether. It was the World Wild West. There was a marketing campaign in Ireland in, I think, 80s or 90s called Don't Have the Fifth. Uh, it was. It might have been points. the 70s actually but he was telling me that his friend came out of the pub and they were walking up and they turned around and he'd gotten into the back seat of his own car because he was trying to drive <laughs> home but he was so drunk that he got into the back seat of his own car <laughs> he still had his hands up at 10 and 2 just ready to go <laughs> that, and he still drove home <laughs> that's the level we're talking about here oh they let him drive home because he was grand they're like he's he fucking just... fine he's sitting down isn't he he's grand yeah, it's country roads <laughs> grand there's no lights you don't need them <laughs> Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news and by the way that story was about space um, I don't know how we got there but that's wow. what can you do um, yeah, well, look look, Danny Dyer everyone check out Danny Dyer's best bits <laughs> on YouTube there's definitely a video and it's be- I bet it's amazing um, how, can you just give us an update on Loch Ness what's oh, going on uh, just open that tab back up do you know yeah. I closed it to go to the UK Space Agency alright oh, okay uh, Oh, I've got to get through so many tabs. <laughs> we could have missed like, something really big. Look, it, someone else will... Look, we're a large community yeah, of yeah. Ness, everyone, Ness heads. Everyone listening to this right now, throw up the Loch Ness fo- live footage. We all need to see it. It's also coming from all, I'm pretty sure. It, it's Look, the sun is about to set in Scotland as well, oh. uh, just for what it's worth. The camera does this weird thing where it pans back and forth, and I'm like, what if something happens on that two inches of the screen that I'm missing? <laughs> That's proper conspiracy theory. Yeah, they don't want us to I see it. I love the idea that, that Nessie pops his head out every, or pops her head out every single time the camera's just out of shot. Just like it moves to the left, pops it up to the right, and then it goes to the right and pops up to the left. <laughs> the bastard. You know what I will say, Connor? A lot of white vans going down the road there. I would say that uh, a lot of tradespeople just finished working for the day. <laughs> yeah. Now. <laughs> Big news. Big news. <laughs> Big news on Loch Ness. People, people finish work around half five. <laughs> <laughs> now let's look at the Temple Bar live camera and see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man some lad paid 9 euro for a pint in Temple Bar this weekend that'll make absolutely you, disgusting that'll make you feel great um, absolutely foul okay Sean man arrested for threatening MBTA riders with his pet rat named Jerry what's an MBTA and how's Jerry an doing an MBTA dri- rider is accused of threatening fellow passengers I actually don't know and police say this isn't the first time he and his rodent have caused problems on the T I assume it's some sort of public transport um, let's, right let's see what it means MBTA rider uh, trip planner uh, Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority there you go, there you go. Um, (laughs) So the Transit Police arrested 57-year-old Jeffrey Stewart, uh, the Boston man who they say is well-known for causing problems with his rat named Jerry on the right. Only Um, if there's a cat named Tom around. They get into all kinds of hijinks. He was taken into custody at the Oak Grove tea station about 4pm last Thursday evening. Police said he was also drinking and being disorderly. A prosecutor said in court on Friday that Stewart was yelling at patrons and was telling Jerry to attack them (laughs) when they were a few yards away. Jerry was trying to talk him down this whole time. Jerry was like, chill, lad, there's no issues here. Right, just They're come not on, man. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's fine. not a word. He was arrested after allegedly refusing repeated requests from officers to leave the station. And the prosecutor said he threatened to get Jerry to assault one of the officers when they took him into custody. He's really confident in Jerry's kung fu. Yeah, it's like he's trained Jerry specifically to fight and kill. <laughs> but Jerry's a pacifist. <laughs> yeah, Jerry wants no part. He doesn't like the monster that he was made into to being. <laughs> 
A lawyer for Stewart argued that police didn't identify the passengers who complained about the rat, making the allegation hard to prove. A very good point well made back. Jerry has been turned over to animal control and his lawyer, Jerry's lawyer, or sorry, not Jerry's lawyer, Jeffrey's lawyer, then said he's very concerned about what they did with his best friend Jerry. That's his pet. That's his friend. Where is Jerry? Prosecutors want Stuart to stay away from the MBT. <laughs> the judge said they had concerns about Stuart's uh, mental capacity about not calling in Jerry. <laughs> I mean, but like, if you, if, I mean, if you took someone's dog off them, yeah, there's, there, there'd probably be a lot of people being like, give him his dog back. Mm. Like a rat is a perfectly acceptable pet to have. I well, in say. December, police said riders felt unsafe when a man who we now know as Jeffrey had his pet rat sitting on his shoulder on the bus. That's if he's a well-trained and kept rat. That's absolutely. If it, no, look, if Jerry is a rat that he's pulled from the drain. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you're look, saying that from a drain rat doesn't have the same rights to use a bus as any other rat? That's a disgusting thing to say, shot. Uh, no, it's not that they don't have the same. It's just that there are certain precautions that must be taken. Oh, all right, right, right. Same right. if I, Connor, if I had COVID, say, but I wanted to ride the bus. Does this rat have COVID? This rat might have COVID. It I think he's anti-vax. Uh, so. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to put on the rat. Well, look, he's he, he can't I like that Jerry. I like to think that Jerry's really pro-vax and Jeffrey's anti-vax. But they just haven't got a, a syringe small enough. No, he just the, his arm just isn't. It's not right there. Like he, yeah. he's he's been hearing things on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing his own research. Yeah, what yeah. what of, of his five thousand addies <laughs> told him <laughs> to watch out. The um, but look, no, but like if it's like if it's a, if it look if it's it can't, no, I'm not, I'm not. I don't have to defend this. If yeah, it's you do. a wild. Like, to it's not a wild ge- rat. It's like Jerry's a friend, and he's sitting on uh, his shoulder. Not no, if he's that, no, if he's if, he, if, he, look, if he's if he's a rat you got from a pet shop, fine. Yeah. If he's a wild rat that's been in all kinds of situations, there are certain precautions that have to be taken just on the basis of what rats are. That mm. doesn't translate to anything else in society. I think right? you're being a bit fucking racist. Oh, <laughs> it's time to get out of here. <laughs> Is this a sign of a bigger thing, which? No. I'm talking about rats on a train. There's going to be a headline here that shows anti-immigrant. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> oh, man. I just want people who are look like me on the bus, no. Sean. Connor, I want no one to be like me. That's not fair on anyone. <laughs> Actively, I want them to not be like me. Do better. <laughs> You're like on the ground. Go on without me. <laughs> I failed. Sean, we can save you at any time. No, go on without me, I have please. failed this mortal, Kyle. <laughs> go on. Um, what do you think about uh, Jeffrey? I mean, he gets arrested just because his pet rat, Jerry, is with him at all times. Could be a comfort rat. Is this a case he might that he's got been a, unfairly he, picked out? He might have got arrested for the fact that he was drinking and telling the rat to attack people on yeah, a public sure, transport. Yeah, but sure, the rat didn't attack people, though. Sure, I could tell people that, like, oh, man, somebody attacked them. But if nothing happens... Then who's to blame? Well, this well, look. Okay, so say you get on the Lewis in Dublin, and someone yeah. is saying to their pet rat, "Attack that man." Yeah, I'd be laughing. I'd be thinking, "Ha ha ha!" My kung fu will easily defeat that rat. I would think. Genuinely, probably wouldn't report it because nothing's going to get done. But the principle is that you wouldn't be <laughs> it's a terrible happy about example. That. The, the, the a, Lewis is a different example. world. <laughs> well, a massive bus just went past Loch Ness, uh, but. <laughs> Was there a rat on it? He's driving the bus. He's rat. Driving it's a ratatouille situation, but it's a bus. Jeez, Jerry the bus driver. Jerry the bus driver. He's moving up in the world. Oh, man. Come all the way over from Massachusetts. <laughs> um, um, Sean, we're going to have to finish off this week with a story that I feel like is very vital to what's been going on lately in the world of cinema. Um, because oh. recently... We've had Cocaine Bear take yes. cinemas by storm of a story that a bear took out a bunch of cocaine and this is a real life story in the 80s and then just went on a mad fucking rampage. Became the apex predator on the planet for apex about 15 pre- minutes. Yeah, and then, went, and then had a very, very deep sleep. But, yeah. Sean, exotic cat that escaped during Oakley police stop has tested positive for cocaine. 
I'm talking cocaine cat. <laughs> cocaine cat. My God. This is the old powdered milk, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a serval is recovering at the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden after a traumatic experience that left it drugged and earlier this year. A serval is an exotic cat breed native to Africa. This one came to the zoo in late January after it escaped his owner's car during his owner's arrest. So, Cincinnati police are arresting a man in Oakley. The the massive fucking exotic cat is in the car with the man. Um, right. When they attempt to arrest the man, the cat jumps out of the man's car and ran up a tree, according to the news. Um, we got called in to get the cow- cat out of the tree, said Anderson. Um, but authorities initially described the, ser- the serval as a leopard, <laughs> initially. Jesus. So they get the call, there's a leopard in a tree and we want you to get it down. Say again? Sorry? (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather deal with a murder case. Um, Anderson says the Hamilton County dog warden deputies were mostly surprised. They weren't sure what they were dealing with. Hindsight being 2020, it probably would have involved a whole lot more people if we had known... No, if we had, if we if we were fully aware of the situation, yeah, we would have brought some perfect. We're the lads who look after dogs. Like <laughs> they got a call that a cat had got up a tree, so they went down thinking a cat's up a tree. We'll help solve this. Servals, yeah. however, are three times the size of a normal cat, weighing twenty to forty pounds, and can also jump seven feet in the air. How do you spell serval, by the way? S E R V A L. Have a look at this. Oh, it's oh, it's cute. Oh, that's a bit. Oh, it's oh, it's like a. I get where they get the leopard from. It's a spotted cat, big cat, but it has the head of a small house cat. Well, I mean, it can weigh up to thirty five. Oh no, this cat weighed thirty five pounds. And to quote Anderson was not excited to be removed from the tree, which I think is very, very innocent talk for that cat was not fucking budging. No matter how many people they had down at the bottom of that tree tried to move it. Um, it wasn't easy at either the serval or the rescuers and in the process of getting the cat out of the tree obviously the cat did not want to get out of the tree their officers were working really hard to make sure they didn't lose the cat in the process um, and so they were basically fighting and struggling with this massive giant leopard looking cat for over 40 minutes Jesus Christ and the cat doesn't know what's going on like it's yeah. just it's just trying to get by. It's high um, as fuck right now. The, the expert told the servals rescuers he didn't know how they did it. <laughs> He's like, genuinely? I have no idea how you got it out of that fucking tree in the end. We reasoned um, with him, you know? Uh, Anderson says the expert told the officers I'd rather have dealt with a fucking tiger than a serval in a tree. Wow. I guess you're on its turf at that point. Like they didn't, um, they didn't. So when they captured it, they finally did. A, they conducted a toxicology report, and it came back positive for cocaine. So the cat was riddled with cocaine and ran straight up a tree and was very, very. I can only assume drugged to the fucking high heavens it while is, up the tree. It's remarkable no one lost a face in this story. <laughs> like a, a cat high on cocaine up a tree, trying to be brought out of the tree. It's a recipe for disaster. There's a thing as well. If a cat, uh, it's a ter- this is a weird. Thing. If a cat smokes weed, it never comes down. It's just high forever from then on. What? If a cat is in the room where like people are smoking weed and it breathes it in, if it inhales, then it just stays high forever. Can I it's ask you a question? How do you yeah. know that? Someone told me once. Who? I uh, <laughs> I think it was my friend <laughs> Phil. Uh, <laughs> I think Phil is talking shit. What? What if? Hang on. Let me message Phil. What's Phil's fucking expertise? Is he a fucking doctor? Smokes a lot of weed. (laughs) He he smoked a lot of weed, so I did. What happens if a cat gets high? High. Uh, Yeah. Is a cat high for life if it gets high? The good news is that in most situations, cats can fully recover. Exactly. (laughs) Phil's a liar. 
<laughs> I love the, the fact that you immediately fell apart. You were like with the most confidence, and then I was like, "Who told you that?" Um, <laughs> my friend Phil. <laughs> it was it was more of an anecdote, really, than a fact. <laughs> it's more like I just heard it, um, and I just said it back. When did he tell you? When you were like seven? I was. We were in college. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was seven. Phil was twenty-eight at the time. <laughs> Smoke what it is. <laughs> you like, I have a very important business meeting with my dad later on. <laughs> I gotta have my head on straight. <laughs> oh, please. My father will make me do crack cocaine if I smoke. <laughs> he's, he's got that way. He's gonna give me crack cocaine in a half a bedtime. I learned my lesson, though. <laughs> I haven't blinked, blinked for days. Um, Sean, this cat, we have Cocaine Cat. Maybe this is the next movie that they will adapt, because this could be the sequel to Cocaine Bear. It could, it could be. And then you have the cat, like, go on the run. I want the cat to take the pill from Limitless that makes it really smart. And then we see my, what happens. My follow-up is, Sean... How do we adapt? So we got cocaine cat and cocaine bear. We need to mix it up with drugs and edibles because I can see these movies can be carried on forever after cocaine bear. They are already talking about doing other movies with different animals on drugs. Yeah. Where do we go from here? Meth monkey. Meth monkey uh, is pretty good. Yeah, PCP yeah. gorilla. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, animal starts with H. Uh, uh, mm, that's a difficult question. Horse, heroin horse, heroin of horse, course. MDMA crocodile, MDMA crocodile. Good. Yeah. I mean, uh, actually, MDMA alligator. That's what it's called. Oh, MDMA alligator. And, it, and when the title comes up, a big bite comes out of the M. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Write that down. Write that yeah. one down. <laughs> Don't write that down. <laughs> MDMA alligator. Um, I just think maybe though I think those movies might be better with the least the least threatening animal I think like you pick the cutest animal and then you go after them dope dog dope dog is pretty good very, but just a very like, chilled out dog at I, that like, point it's just though. a chilled out doesn't want to cause any mischief whatsoever um, <laughs> I was going to google drugs dro- <laughs> <laughs> just type drugs <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I'm going to have to put illegal drugs in the search. Hang on. <laughs> this is, this is going to put you on definitely a list, but that's okay. Uh, illegal, uh, uh, familylives.org.uk. Here Nobody's we go. ever looked up uh, the Loch Ness live feed and le- illegal drugs in the same 15-minute period, but go on. No, they're, they're closely linked, but never Googled yeah, yeah. at the same time. So... On familylives.org.uk, advice slash teenagers slash drugs dash alcohol, they give give in alphabetical order various drugs slash alcohols, but they also give slang terms for them. Oh, good. Perfect. A, alcohol, first of all. You got booze, bevies, hooch, or sauce. (laughs) You ever go on the hooch? (laughs) Cannabis, you got dope. Hash, weed, pot, skunk, ganja, zoot, spliff, and green. Zoot. 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 I've never heard zoot before. I haven't heard zoot now myself. Uh, Cocaine referred to as sniff, white lady, coke. (laughs) Uh, Ecstasy referred to as beans. Uh, Beans? Beans. B-E-A-N-S. All right, beans. Heroin. Ketamine. Oh, ketamine calf. It's a baby cow on ketamine. Oh, Uh, good. Yeah. Yes. Is there anyone that starts with P? Uh, P, 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 P. Oh, it's in helpful alphabetical order. No, there isn't, oh, in fact. I thought we could get a penguin on something and maybe that'd be a movie. Mushroom penguin, I feel, would work. Oh, mushroom penguin is... Penguin. Uh, they won't be mating for life. They're killing for life. Oh, oh. oh. that's We can work on that tagline, <laughs> yes. but that's okay. Sean, um, I think that's it for weird news this week. I think we're finishing off on a Yeah, let's end drugs. it on drug talk. Let's... <laughs> I was like, we could keep it going, but it's funnier if we don't. We just leave we just it at that. There. I'm just nobody should ever refer to anything as skunk unless it, there's an actual skunk. Oh, what if it's a skunk skunk? A skunk skunk. Yeah. A uh, zoot zoo. Was... I bought a zoot zoo. Zoot zebra. Zoot zebra. Um, see, I went zoot zoo because everything in it is on zoot. 
Oh, oh, full, oh, that maybe that's it. It's quantity, not 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 quality. Of I the want animal. all animals on the zoot. Of all course. animals on all drugs at Which all times. Which one is zoot? <laughs> okay. Zoot. Uh, oh Jesus, uh, Connor, we're not cool enough to know. I can't uh, remember which one was zoot. So, just for everyone's, I've googled Loch Ness live camera illegal drugs, and then zoot is yeah. what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, zoot yeah. drug meaning marijuana. Oh, marijuana! Or, See, that's or a very a cannabis chill zoot. cigarette, Connor. <laughs> I just think whenever I read anything like that, it's always like a parent with the chair turned backwards and their legs on either side. And it's just yeah. like, all right, kids, are you doing the zoot? I've had a few zoots in my time. I won't deny <laughs> We've it. We've all had zoots, right? Yeah. But if you want to get good grades, you don't need zoots. I'll tell you, you that need Books. Fucking, uh, fucking boots on the ground. Um, get into um, Ross Kemp. the classroom. Uh. <laughs> 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 Maybe some heroin. No, no, wait, no, hang on, no. What am I, no, what am I pitching here? Back. Oh, lads, back. No, let's, um, don't do drugs, everybody. They're yeah, bad. don't do drugs. They're bad. Um, unless you're setting up some sort of zoo situation where all animals are on something for a movie, then I will accept case, it. We are interested in sponsorship. We would like to do a trailer for that. <laughs> uh, but, John, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero. Uh, movie review will be coming on the Patreon, and we will be back in April with a movie monthlies movie and report. And the listener hangout. And the listener hangout is this Saturday. There's so much content on Patreon. Head on over there. Oh, Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Big shout outs to all of our wonderful patrons. Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Wallers Forever Hill Roos, Danny McLaughlin, You Are the Spark That Will Boil the Kettle That Will Make the Coffee That Will Burn the First Order Down. I believe that's Luke Hoff is who <laughs> changed that one. Uh, Lords, there was also, that was all caps, but my throat is not able for it right now. Um, Good. Thank you to Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the Franchise That Just Won't Die, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean, Russ, so let me get this straight, we're all going to see Paramore live in April, Parfit. We are, it's technically a Heroes for Hire uh, live show, is what Paramore are doing there. Uh, <laughs> they just don't know it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to ruin it for everyone. Thank you to Jackson Bruheim and Liz Feltner. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. We hope you enjoyed the Oscars chat that we put up on the Patreon. We hope you enjoy the live show this Saturday. We hope you enjoy the movie show that was going to be going up there uh, next week. Um, so head on over there if you want to support us in that way. There's also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilment's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so, so I've been Connor on. I have been Sean Neal. Oh, we should see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.